Hello and welcome along to another episode of the Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Kempy, and I'm doing a solo episode this week as Matt and I have decided to do a couple of solo episodes on some different topics so that you get some insight into a couple of new things. So today we are going to be looking at a checklist of accountability before you start to put in strategy. This is something that I noticed recently on a recent training day we did with some of our truck out coaches that before we implemented any strategies and the training day specifically was for recruitment of leads, but we wanted everybody to check in with themselves on how well they were doing before trying to go tactical or strategic, which I think is a common mistake a lot of personal trainers make. They will look for the tactic, the magic, the you know, the magic pill that the thing that's going to get them what they want. But before you do that, there are some important steps to make sure you're prepped and in the right place and that you're not only going to you know, take that strategy, but you're going to execute it in the best possible way. So today's episode is going to be all about that. Hope you get some value from it. And without further ado, let's get stuck in. Okay, so a reality check before strategy is implemented. Let's talk through some simple steps that you can take. Step one, do some kind of inventory before you start on a new strategy. So what I mean by this is you may be putting your efforts in the wrong place. Um, We talk typically about four areas in a PT business that you want to be checking in on. One being client care one being lead generation, one finances and organization, and one your own self-development, personal development, so skill acquisition, things like that. So say, for example, the strategic, what you want to actually start to implement is more around lead generation in that area. How is your client care? How is your diary and organization and financial organization? How is your self-development? Are they all in a good place? And maybe then you're looking at the area that needs the most attention. So quite often I'll find maybe somebody wants to recruit new leads, but they haven't taken care of their current clients to a high level. So even if you bring a new lead in, you're going to end up hemorrhaging clients out the other end. So you end up in a more stressful, more panicky situation. So always do some kind of personal inventory on, right, where's my client care at right now? Where's my current state of personal development? Do I feel good? Am I looking after myself? Am I developing myself so that I can be the best coach for my clients? How is my diary? Are people paying me on time? What are my finances like? And if you can tick off all the areas and identify the weakest area that you want to work on, then that's the time to then go for strategy. So do some kind of inventory, look at all these areas and and figure out, you know, you can even have a scoring system in this. So we did it with a team the other day and we scored each question out of 10 and we were looking for, you know, if you're 85 out of 100 on our little scoring system, then we think it's a good time to start implementing some lead strategies. If you're lower than 85, we think the best move would probably be to address client care. And that's looking at it from a bird's eye view rather than just trying to put some tactics in. Okay, so step one, do some kind of inventory before you implement a new strategy. Step two, this again comes in a little bit into personal development, but check yourself. So 
if you're about to, and again, I'll use the example of a lead generation strategy because I think most people can relate to that. If you're going to start to go out and make some sales tactics, you're going to start to go and walk the gym floor and speak to people, or you're going to approach local businesses, or you're going to start to put some social media content videos out. How confident are you feeling with that process? So where's your confidence level? Where's your your self-esteem and your self-worth as well? And checking in with yourself could be the difference between really smashing that quality out there in the in the content and the contacts you're going to make and it kind of falling flat and actually feeling like you now your confidence is dented even more. So I wouldn't say that you need to be 10 out of 10 confidence. I am a big believer in, in order to build a bit of confidence up, you need to take action. But I think, you know, getting it to maybe a 7, 8 out of 10 so you feel good about what you're doing, it's not going to be too overwhelming. And then going and implementing that will will definitely produce a better result than if your confidence level is 4 out of 10. The chances are you're going to go and do a, a 4 out of 10 job of it. And it's going to be quite hard to get any kind of good results. And that potentially could be more damaging for self-esteem and confidence in that area. So do a self-check-in. Now, if you are on the lower end when you score yourself on this, get a mentor, get a support network, get a team, get somebody to help you spend a bit more time on yourself and look at where are the gaps, what things do I need to help fill those gaps. And, you know, don't be afraid to reach out for help with that one, I would say. Step three, and this is for me, for me, one of the most important steps. I think this is is massive. If you're going to do anything well in life, not just in business, but if you're going to run a successful business as a PT, you are going to have to be persistent. You really are going to have to work on the actions consistently over time. You're going to have to be able to take a rejection, take a no. It's pretty common that if we approach 10 people, we're going to get five no's out of those 10 people. Again, just using a lead generation example um, because it's easy to understand. If we go and approach 10 people on the gym floor or on social media, chances are we're going to get at least five of those people say, not today, which no matter who you are, that is going to hurt. That's going to sting a little bit. And persistence is the absolute key. So I would say preparing yourself that you're going to get more no's than you're going to get yeses, right? Things are going to go probably not the way you want the first, second, third, fourth time round. In fact, there's a percentage figure, and I forget the exact numbers, but most sales calls or most salespeople give up before the fourth contact and most sales are made after the fourth contact. So it shows you that the most persistent people will the result in the end, even though they've got four or five no's in a row, the sixth time we contact that person, the chances are now they're ready to buy. And we see that all the time. So don't be disheartened. Get your persistence level up to a high level. You must see the bigger the bigger picture in this. You must see what the end goal is. My recommendations would this be, do some work on your long-term vision. Do some work on how you connect with that long-term vision every day as well. Chunk that down into manageable pieces. So if your vision is a five-year goal, something that you're looking to achieve over five years, where do you need to be in the next 12 months in order to be on track for that vision? Chunk that down into where do I need to be in the next six months? Chunk that down into where do I need to be in the next three months? And then you've got a 90-day action plan. 
And that makes your actions really clear, really focused, connected to something bigger, which means that your persistence is going to be higher because you're more excited about doing it. Okay, real simple. Do some work on the vision. Do some work on connecting to that, chunking it down into a 90-day plan, and that will make your actions much more meaningful and you're likely to do it with more persistence and more energy. Step four today, and this is a really quick fire episode um just to to give some uh some kind of a different approach before i think like i said at the start of this episode i think a lot of people go with tactics and strategy first without actually addressing where you need to be personally in order to put those those plans into practice so step four this is a practical step is book in every single day a mini meeting with yourself now that doesn't have to be long before people start saying, I've already got a jam-packed diary with all sorts of bits and pieces in it. We're talking 10, 15 minutes a day. 10, 15 minutes either in the morning or in the evening, whenever you prefer to do it, to sit down with yourself, no distractions. Whether you journal this, whether you write it in a in a journal or you scribble it on your notes on your iPad, or quite successfully recently, I've had clients who do this as voice notes every day. So they'll talk to themselves every day via voice notes. You will benefit massively from doing this little 10, 15 minute check-in with yourself every single day. You can change the questions. The questions are going to be quite personal to you, but my personal preference would be things like, what were my three wins yesterday? What were the three things that I was proud of that I class as a win? So that could be in relation to the three steps above that I put. I was persistent yesterday. I didn't give up. It could be around, I did some development work on myself. I was proud of that. It could be that you have done some awesome client care since you did an inventory on that side of things. So it's it's looking for what actions did you take that you're proud of, that are in line with your goals and that are in line with your values. Three wins every day. That is a game changer in terms of building up self-confidence and self-esteem. I would always have that as part of my little daily meeting with myself. The second thing, as a recommendation to put in there would be three actions that are going to move me closer towards my goal. Now, that's different from your day-to-day actions that have to be done. So if you have client programming to write that day, that's kind of a given. If you've got to go and deliver sessions, that's a given. What we're looking for here is three actions that are focused towards your long-term goals and long-term visions. Could be something quite big action, could be quite small, right? I I would recommend you keep it manageably small, two to three things a day that are going to move you closer to your goals. And these are likely to fall into the category of they are not urgent. In other words, nothing's going to change too much tomorrow if you don't do it today. They're non-urgent but they are super important. In other words, if you don't get these things done in the next six months, you're going to be off t- off track on your long-term vision target. So they're likely to be non-urgent, but very, very important. They're going to fall into that category. So I would be looking for three things, no more than three, maybe two will be enough for you, just depends on what your diary is like, but two or three things that are going to move you closer to your goals. I would have that in your little daily meeting every single day. I'm going to keep it to four steps today, guys. I hope you've got some value from that. It was a topic that just, it flamed up a little bit in the last few weeks, having taken some coaches through this and seeing the value of it, is doing uh, some kind of inventory, some kind of reality check with yourself. 
before you start to do anything tactical. So just recapping those four steps again. Step one, do some kind of inventory on your business. So if you've decided to do, say, lead generation, have a look at what's my client care like? What's my organization like? What's my personal development like? What's my lead generation? And have some kind of mini scoring system to see, am I putting my attention in the right place? Or have I just shiny object syndrome of just seeing something cool and, and I want to do that? Have a look at whether your time and attention is being put in the right place at the minute. Step two, check your self-confidence. Do you need to do a little bit of work on yourself before you implement this in order for it to go well? So just check in with you. How are you doing physically, mentally, emotionally? Do you need to do a bit of work on that beforehand? And do you maybe need to reach out for some help on that? Step three, you cannot shortcut persistence. Persistence is everything. Make sure that you don't get too disheartened if something doesn't go right the first time because the chances are it's going to take a good few goes at this to get it right. So be persistent, stay connected to the long-term vision, take action consistently. Step four, a little meeting with yourself every single day. Or if it's not every single day, five days a week. It might just be the days that you're at work. 15 minutes, and my recommendation would be three wins. What were your three wins from the previous day? And what are your three actions that are going to take you closer to your long-term vision? Guys, I hope that's helped. Fairly short and sweet today. If you enjoyed the episode, please reach out to us with any other questions or any other info you'd like to know about this. Other than that, we will see you next Wednesday on another episode of Profit Podcast and have a great week. Your feedback and questions help us shape the future of this show. So if you enjoy the show and want it to continue, why not be part of its creation by giving us some help, support and ideas? If you've enjoyed the show so far or just this particular episode, then please feel free to head over to Apple Podcasts and Spotify to leave us a rating and review. And as always, we want you to tune in next time. So hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. And we will catch you again very soon in our latest Profit Podcast episode. Take care and we will see you very shortly. The Pro-